And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Welcome to Greenlight Reviews, the show where we talk about movies for people who like to think. And if you think about it, my name is Les Roberts. I'm pondering all of that which you just said, Les. I'm Ann Elder. And we're very glad to see each other because it's been a while. Yes. And today we're going to talk about a new film called Failure to Launch. It stars Matthew McConaughey and Sarah Jessica Parker. And it has a very strange premise. Mm -hmm. He is a slacker, but he's a very rich one. He sells yachts and he looks fantastic and he scores with all these women, but he lives with his parents at the age of 35 right? because he's afraid of commitment. And even when he brings some beautiful woman home for the night, in the morning, his father walks in the room and then the girl says, oh my God, you live with your parents, and she leaves, and he's off the hook. Right, and by the way, the father is played by Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. Your favorite stealer. He was a great quarterback, and he's a great personality on television, he's too. He's fabulous, by the way. I mean, humor-wise, he's yes. just great. He uh, was not at all embarrassing in the movie until we had to see him in the buff. That was not a good moment for not me. Not once, not twice, but three times yeah. I got tired of looking at Terry's butt. His dad, Terry Bradshaw, and his mother, Kathy Bates, decide they have to get him out of the house. So they go out and they hire this very attractive young woman who makes a living going out with young, good-looking guys who live with their parents and convince them to move out of the house. This is Sarah Jessica Parker, who plays Paula. She's a professional interventionist, I think they call it. She is a professional interventionist, which I never heard of. And frankly, Anne, the way they present her, she's not much more than a slut. Oh. I hated this movie, and I hated everything about it. I hated the premise. I hated the fact that every time Trip Matthew McConaughey, goes near an animal, it bites him. I know. Wasn't that the worst running gag? It was a it was running so gag, stupid. and they did a horrible thing where Paula takes Trip to a veterinary oh. office, and she said, my dog, I loved him so much, and now he's sick, and they're going to put him to sleep, and there's this big, beautiful dog lying there, and they give him a shot. You're supposed to think that the dog dog is expiring. Yes. And that is a ploy on Sarah Jessica Parker's part to bond with Matthew McConaughey. Right. The dog is only getting put out for some dental work, but right. he doesn't know that. And we don't know that at first I either. didn't know it at first, and I was enraged. I was enraged when he threw the chipmunk that bit him halfway across the forest. <laughs> I just hated everything about this show. I hated Paula's roommate, played by Zooey Deschanel. Ooh, wasn't that an awful characterization? She was weird. And, and half in the bag, the whole picture. Yes. Not uh, an attractive concept here. This is what I felt about Failure to Launch. I thought it could have been renamed Failure to Laugh, Failure <laughs> to Amuse, Failure to Deliver. Failure to Launch sounds like a movie about a rocket ship that didn't get off the ground. And I think that that's a very apt comparison because this movie never gets off the ground. Not for one moment. No, it I doesn't. sat through the entire film, Anne, and I didn't smile once. I know. Here's where I feel that the movie really goes aground, and that is in the area of the script, because I don't think the direction was so bad, Les. I think it was efficient. It was brisk. Tom, Tom Day, Day did it. I don't know much about him, but I mean, that was not a bad direction. I don't think that the performances were bad at all. They're all very capable, very professional. They know what they're doing on screen. All of them can turn in funny performances, but not in this film. Why? Because the script stinks right from the get-go. The premise is lousy. 
look, we can deal with an unbelievable premise list if the writing is clever and witty and funny. Then you can say, okay, that's a lousy premise or it's far-fetched. Listen, when Dorothy gets blown out of Kansas and into Oz and meets the cowardly lion (laughs) who can talk to her, I believed that. I accepted that film. I've accepted many films where you think, well, this is a ridiculous premise, but they do it so well. Some of the Jim Carrey movies, some of the Jerry Lewis movies. This just does not engage you in any way whatsoever. Well, $24 million worth of people went to see this picture the first week that it opened. That tells me that Matthew McConaughey and Sarah Jessica Parker have a very loyal fan base. Yes, they do. And for people who like to look at Matthew McConaughey, this film will not disappoint them because there are plenty of cheesecake opportunities here where the camera really follows the buff body of Matthew McConaughey, whether he's yachting or whether he's running on the beach and so on. So he looks great. He does look great. And she looks absolutely wonderful in this film. She's a very beautiful girl. She looks more beautiful than I've seen her in some other films because she has very strong features and she has to be lit in a particular way. But she's buff, so is he. This is a physical fitness kind of tribute, I think. Also, it was kind of fun to see Kathy Bates and Terry Bradshaw in small parts. I wish, again, that the writing had been better. This movie is sabotaged right from the get-go by a very ineffective, unfunny, lousy screenplay. Is it the worst film ever made? No. Is it a disappointment? You bet. Major disappointment. And I hated to see two such physically adroit stars as Matthew and Sarah squandering their beautiful talents in a sorry and sad mess like failure to launch. It's even so contrived at the end when they finally get together. And I don't mean to give the ending away, but come on, let's face it. This is a romantic comedy, and we all know what we're going to see. I'll buy the word romantic comedy. I'm not so sure. (laughs) But again, for Matthew McConaughey fans out there, and I'm sure there are millions of them because I happen to be one, I think that we can look forward to another Sahara, perhaps, with Matthew McConaughey. I hope he does another Sahara. He was marvelous in that. It really works for him. Again, he is a true movie star, and I don't mean like George Clooney or Tom Cruise or Heath Ledger. McConaughey reminds me of the old studio born and bred guys like Robert Taylor, you know, some of those guys who were gorgeous to look at, and they have their own style, and that's what McConaughey brings to every role that he does. It's a very distinctive sound. He's got that Texas drawl going for him. He's very devil-may-care, and I can't think of an actor other than Tom Cruise who exudes so much self-confidence on the screen. So we look forward to a better Matthew McConaughey vehicle in the future, and please go back to the desert, Matt, because you are really good riding those camels with your shirt off and taking care of the enemy. There was nothing fun about this. There was nothing exciting about this. It was only totally annoying. (laughs) I've got to give this a red light because I just hated it so much. I have to give it a red light as well. Lesson, it's very disappointing because, again, I look forward to movies that have real stars in them. This movie just didn't make it for me. So, sorry. Better luck next time, gang. I've got to agree with that. So, failure to launch, Matthew McConaughey, Sarah Jessica Parker, Zoe Deschanel, Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. I apologize to all of you, but (laughs) somebody out there who handles these stars... Please read the script first. Listen, let's volunteer to do that. Absolutely. Okay. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hi, I'm Christina Yerling-Biro, host of the podcast Pop Culture Confidential. 
Join me as I go way behind the scenes with some of the most influential people in entertainment and media. Hear actors such as Succession's Brian Cox talk about his favorite characters to play. There always has to be a mystery. The audience have to be in a situation where they want to know what's going on. Meet studio execs like Pixar chief Pete Docter and learn his secret on how he makes us cry. Emotion is our first language. And so many others who are defining popular culture, from Obama speechwriter David Litt to Top Chef host Padma Lakshmi. We don't often think about food politically or we don't want to, but it really is. Join me. Search for Pop Culture Confidential wherever you get your podcasts.